a man in Korea who bought a fridge. It was actually a kimchi fridge, which is something that is people in Korea have a special one for I, I, kimchi. I've missed this. Well, I am probably going to be shattered down for this, but it's, it's kind of like sauerkraut, but it's like the Korean version of sauerkraut. It's like a pickled veg thing. Oh, okay. And it's very good for your gut health. You need a fridge. To well, store it. Well, I, yes, yes, you do. A whole fridge. Yeah, well, that, apparently that's how much they have. So they have a the beer fridge equivalent. Yes, it's the beer fridge equivalent <laughs> okay, in Korea. All right, okay. Anyway, apparently in the downturn of 2016, people started hiding cash in their kimchi fridges <laughs> and because they didn't trust the banks. Anyway, a man has bought on Facebook Marketplace a kimchi fridge right. and he has found $130,000. It's Korean money, but it's equivalent to 130000 US uh, dollars taped under the fridge. Thank you very much. So he's taken it to the police and said, look, I want this money. It's my fridge. I bought it. Uh, so what am I supposed to do? And so now he's got to wait and see if anyone comes forward. He took it to the cops lost and found, essentially. He took it to the cops lost and found. Oh, my God. I think he did the right thing. Because, um, A, if it's drug money, someone's going to come and want it at 3 a.m. Yeah. And that's no fun. And if it's, what if it's like some old lady's money and you stole it from her? Okay, look, if you're in this situation, the best thing you can do is keep your mouth shut. Okay? Just like the fridge door. (laughs) Keep it shut. Okay? It's very important. And the second thing is, is you just hang on to the cash. If no one comes around and sort of within six weeks, no one's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. these bad guys you talk about in the middle of the night. Yep. They'll soon be on to you. So I say keep your mouth shut for a couple of weeks and then go on a little, you know, holiday mm. spending splurge. No, I, think it's, I just think it's a really clear situation. Like, it's just not your money. That's, right. the, that's the bottom line. It's not your money. Five four five double one nine two seven. We'd love to hear from you this morning. I mean, you can add to the moral dilemma and just call and tell Caroline she's wrong. Uh, but what is the most amount of money you've found? Yeah. Have you ever found money? Like a decent amount? Yeah, well, it was a decent amount to me at the time. I found um, 30 pounds on the street in um, London. And it was right before John and I were about to leave and come home and we had no money. Like we'd been backpacking for a couple of months and we uh, were we were busted. End of your holiday broke. Our end of the holiday broke, yep. And, yeah. and you know, it was 1991. It's not a so, bad little water cash. Yeah, it was actually, a lot of cash. Up. It was a lot of cash. And uh, we went to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Spend it wisely. Spend it on nutrition. Exactly right. That's right. Oh, well, it's food and shelter right yeah, there. Exactly I, right. I don't think that's a bad yeah. thing. Should this guy have given the money back, handed it in to the police? Did he at least call the person he bought the fridge up? I don't know. I think he went straight to the police. I didn't think he wanted to alert them because I think they would have gone, yeah, it's my money. So he wants uh, to see if they're going to come forward to the... See, uh, still, you're back to my yeah. description of keeping your mouth shut. Yeah. That moral dilemma, you can weigh in on that on 545-11927. And you can tell us the best, the most amount of money you've ever found. Have you ever found money? Well, I hid money from myself and then found it like several months later. Uh, it was only like, a, it was like, I think I was in, I went to Hong Kong and I was a real genius. I'm a criminal genius when I'm on holidays and I hid I think about 300 you, you know, Hong Kong cash, which I, yeah. I don't think is very much, but it was about 300 bucks in the inner sole of my shoe. Ah, and you found it when you were back in Australia. I when forgot it was, about uh, it. Yeah. found it when I was back in Australia. <laughs> when you had to go to get it changed. <laughs> um, Gabe found $7,000 once. Did he really? Yeah, and when he, and he uh, handed it in, the guy gave him 20 bucks. 
I was like, oh, come on, mate. That was his Surely. cash reward. His cash reward for seven grand. On, mate, finder's fee's 10%. Yeah. Flat out. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's a finder's fee. It's going Came on there. 14, but I'm like, Honesty doesn't pay, Caroline. <laughs> what are you telling people that for? Greg, what do you think about this money, mate? Should he have kept it? He bought it. He bought the cash with the fridge. I like your logic, Greg. That's the way I see it. Finders <laughs> keepers. Absolutely. It's, it's like if there was an extra six-pack in the fridge. Oh. No, it's not. It's it a little Nothing like that. It actually. is everything like that. No worries. Hey, listen, I, uh, I was living in New Zealand at the time, just before Christmas, I was walking past this teller machine, it was beeping. I went over to it, and it had 500 bucks sitting at the dispenser. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. So I grabbed it, took it to centre management, um... I was with my wife and kids and took it to centre management and said, oh, look, found this in the ANZ teller down there, blah, blah, blah. Left there, was walking past the teller again and there's this lady freaking out with the security guy. I said, did you leave some money here? It's at centre management. Oh, that must have felt so good. Yeah, I mean, just before Christmas, you know, it's, you know, losing 500 bucks isn't isn't real. Isn't real nice, so... Yeah, she got her money back. Yeah, see, yeah, that's a different scenario, Caroline. There's a face to the cash. Ron's in Landsborough, mate. Did you did you find some money, mate? I found ten grand when I was um, cleaning units at Alexandra Headlands. Oh wow! And um, I got on the two way to the cleaner supervisor. They rang the guy, and he was heading back to New Zealand. It wasn't like ten thousand New Zealand money, so it wasn't worth much Australian money. Yeah, it's like a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, and, um, both of you. I had to run it to um, the International Airport in Brisbane, and I got a handshake and no tip. Oh, oh my God, you didn't. Oh, not even feel money. That is rude. That That's is rude. very rude, Ron. That's rude. It was uh, not a good day. No, I bet. Oh, that's upsetting. See your honesty. See what happens. <laughs> that's what happens. Kim's joined us from Marucci. Would you have kept the money? Um... Uh, I I think I would have thought twice before handing the money in. Depends if you knew who the money belonged to. Yeah. If you knew who it belonged to, then yes, I'd definitely hand it in. But if you wasn't sure, I think I'd um, <laughs> see it as a bit of a gift. It's a, it's a victimless crime, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not. <laughs> I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Good on you, Kim. Have you ever found any money like that, Kim? Yes, um, about 20 years ago, my son Sam found $40. I know it's only a small amount, but it was a big amount for a little boy. Yeah. And he came home with it and told me where he found it. He actually found it in the gutter yeah. around the corner from me. And I took my four little kids at that time back to that house. Yeah. And I said to my son, Sam, we need to see if we can find the owner because it might be their grocery money. It might yeah. be some elderly person. We knocked on the door of the house. The person didn't know anything about it. We knocked on the door of both neighbours either side and both of them had no idea. So then I said to Sam, well, it looks like the money's yours. And we took him straight to Toy World and we bought him a massive big toy um, for being so honest. Errol's joined us uh, once again. Errol, what happened? Well, my dad did 1982. Yeah. It was was at an auction uh, in Nambour. He picked up 5,000 bucks in a row. And he handed in the auctioneer, and the guy pulled and took out twenty bucks. Said, "Oh, thanks very much, mate." Oh. And do you reckon the auctioneer kept the five thousand in the roll? Well, 
don't know, but he gave he gave him twenty bucks in nineteen eighty two. So oh. out of five grand. Gee, right. five grand in 1982 on mm. a roll sounds a little bit I, suspicious. I'm just wondering if your dad was the most honest person in that equation <laughs> and the yeah, auctioneer then, had a really then, good day. Then two weeks later, he lost his wallet. At a, I'm not going to name the place. There was only one person there and it had a couple hundred bucks and he lost it and he went back and the guy goes, oh, no, I never found this. I never threw a wallet. Oh, gee, <laughs> see? Karma doesn't pay. It, it wasn't the auctioneer, yeah. was it? <laughs> 